1: You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, you can visit teacherluke.wordpress.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, good people of the world, of planet Earth. Boys, girls, man, women, uh, dogs, cats, goldfish, any creature, mammals, birds... Whatever you are, whoever you are, welcome to another episode of Luke's English Podcast. What's going to happen in this episode? That's what you're asking yourselves. What's going on? Well, let me tell you. Normally, I have uh, native speakers on this podcast, British people, Americans, Australians, stuff like that. And yet, most of the people who listen to this, you, are non-natives learning the language, right? Right. I rarely have learners of English giving their voice, which is a pity because everyone has a story to tell and interesting things to share. Obviously, everyone has a chance to um, kind of give their uh, voice by leaving messages on the website. But in terms of having people actually speaking on the podcast, I don't very often... I don't often have non-native speakers on here, right? So today, in today's episode, I'm speaking to a friend of mine called Yassine. He's not a native speaker. In fact, until quite recently, he didn't really speak English very much at all. His his English, uh, by his own admission, his English um, was quite basic until about a year ago, his English, as he says himself, is not perfect sometimes he can 't find the right words he has some trouble choosing the correct verb forms or pronouncing words naturally, which of course are all the normal problems that everyone experiences when learning a language. Um, however, I believe that Yasin is quite special, and that 's why i 've brought him onto the podcast despite not being a native or near native speaker of English. But why, Luke, why? That's what you might be asking yourselves. Why are you featuring a learner of English in one of your interviews? Well, there are lots of reasons, okay? First of all, don't worry. Everything's under control. I'm Luke, and this is Luke's English Podcast. That I don't even need to tell you any more, really, but I'm going to. There are lots of reasons why I've got Yassine on the podcast. Um, I think Yassine has a really good attitude towards learning, And I want to explore that. I want to find out more about that so that everyone can sort of pick up some things and we can just explore what it means to be a good learner of English and what the right attitude towards picking up a language is. Um, Yasin is a professional stand-up comedian in his native language, but he's also now performing shows in English. In fact, this year he's doing a regular one-hour show at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, uh, which is perhaps the biggest comedy festival in the world. And he regularly performs comedy with the great, the legendary, Eddie Izzard, who is considered by many to be one of the greatest stand-ups of his generation. Um, Eddie Izzard is an inspiration not only to stand-up comedians, but also to language learners all over the world, we'll be finding out more about that later. Yassine is very influenced by Eddie Izzard. Uh, we'll be talking about that in, in due course. Yassine often supports Eddie in his stand-up comedy shows when he does performances in France. Um, okay, so what I'd like to say now is, learning a language, learning a language is challenging for anyone. You know, when you speak, you feel shy, you feel embarrassed sometimes because you don't want to be judged. You think, oh, I'm, oh, I don't even want to open my mouth because I'm going to look like a, a fool. That's how I feel when I go to the boulangerie. I just, can't. I've got one simple thing to do. I need to buy bread, but I go in and I'm like, oh god, can I just go home? No, that's the wrong attitude. You've got to be confident if you want to eat. Right, <laughs> that's basically how it works. So these are all the normal fears that people experience when they're, you know, learning a language. But can you imagine? Not only having those fears, but also going onto a stage um, uh, in front of lots of people who might be Scottish, they might be English people. They're probably a bit drunk. Yeah. Um, it's because n- because the show is on at nine thirty, <laughs> as we'll find out. Um, imagine going onto this stage in front of all these people and delivering a full one hour of stand up comedy in this language that you're trying to learn. It must be very challenging. Um, You'd need a lot of confidence and self-belief. You need to focus very carefully on exactly how you're communicating your message. You need to be able to deal with any possible breakdown of communication. You need to stop worrying about errors. And if you do make errors, just learn from them and don't let them make you lose confidence. Okay? Now, I want to know, how Yassine faces these challenges but also for me these are actually all the normal challenges that are faced by any learner of English whether they're doing it for stand up comedy which is not very common or whether they're just doing it for business or whether they're just doing it to make friends what everyone faces these challenges i think that in Yassine's case they're kind of multiplied by the fact that Yassine is also doing this on stage while having to try and make people laugh, okay? It's very impressive, and I want to know more. So, this is what I want to investigate in this interview. We're going to talk to Yassine about how he's learning English. We're going to talk about doing comedy in French versus English. French audiences versus audiences in the UK, are they different? Um, Humour, is humour universal, or does it change depending on who you're talking to? How is good communication an essential part of comedy, how do you make a successful joke? I think it's about successfully communicating an idea. Um, it's just a, it's just the same as communicating in any other situation, really. Um, okay, so let's see. We'll, I think it's probably time to get started. Just as a footnote, Yasin has only been really seriously learning English for a, just over a year. He d- he'd studied English at school and then Over a year ago, he sort of started doing it more seriously again. He hasn't attended any courses or lessons, really. He's self-taught. He's doing it himself. My professional opinion is that I think he's doing really well, and his English is way better than my French, and his English is a lot better than it was a year ago, okay? Um, For those of you who are very focused on accuracy and grammar and things like that then, uh, you know, uh, will Yassine might make the odd error during the episode, just like I might, in fact. Um, but uh, I might help him out. I might even correct him. Yeah, pleasure. With pleasure, oh, he yeah, says. Pleasure. You can pick up the mic, Yassine, if okay. you want. That, um, yeah. that starts now. So uh, this isn't really a judgment of Yassine's English. No. What this is... And it's, it's also not um, uh, his comedy performance that happens in Edinburgh. What this is, this podcast episode... Is uh, an investigation into uh, Yasin's English learning experiences and the relationship between language, communication, comedy, and learning English. Wow! wow. Fantastic! Is that the best introduction you've had? That's ever the <laughs> best introduction I will have ever. Uh, well, I don't know about. I'm sure you'll have better introductions in the future. So, okay, let's meet Yasin, shall we? Hello, Yasin. Hello, Luke. How are you? Fine. Good, it's lovely to have you here. How does it feel to be on Luke's English podcast?
0: I am very impressed by what you do. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's a fantastic... i never seen like that kind of... Uh, what do you call that? Scissor setup? With yeah. your little uh, recorder, the mic... And the headphones and all that—that's fantastic. That's a real podcast. Yeah, and I am in a podcast. So you're, thank you, Luke. You're on. You're actually on a podcast. I've been in radio in yeah. in France a lot, but uh, I, my first time in a, in an English speaking podcast. And I have been in a French podcast called uh, Radio Navo, which mm. is from a guy called Navo okay, okay that's, and uh, <laughs> that's and it, it looks again like a radio but your setup is uh, your way of doing the podcast and i am in the kitchen like in the yeah. Luke podcast kitchen it's like it's like the the, the industrial uh sort of
1: workshop yes of luke's english podcast
0: it is and i will try to say that correctly brilliant very good. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, great. Um, it's brilliant. All right. Well, I'm, it, so it, thank you for having me. I learned that watching the show, having person, you yeah. know, yeah, <laughs> people you, have having you, person. You can have a person. Uh, yeah, they have a person. So thank you for having me on your podcast.
1: You're, you're very welcome. It's very nice to have you on the podcast. Um, and uh, let's get started, shall we? Okay. So, Yasin, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Like uh, uh,
0: where you're from? Yeah. What do you do? Stuff like that. Where are you from? Um, I grew up uh, in the Paris area, okay, and so I know very well Paris, that's my town that I know very, very, very well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I grew up in France, I'm born in France, Uh, my parents come from Algeria, which is a country in North Africa. All right, cool. Uh, I'm 32, I'm a comedian, I'm a stand-up comedian. Professional stand up comedian in yeah. France since 2006. Okay. So I, I don't know. That's like what? The eight years.
1: Eight years. So you've been a pro stand up comedian in Paris for eight years. Yes.
0: And yeah, yeah. I will do the uh, Fringe, Edinburgh Fringe yeah. Festival yeah uh this summer all right so um, i'm i'm super scared but i'm very happy (laughs) we'll talk about edinburgh in a minute we're going to come to that uh Uh, what what can i say well Uh,
1: i'll let let me ask you questions yeah yeah sure That's normally way the way a conversation works there's no No problem problem. i'd be Uh, happy um okay so uh all right you've been performing for eight years you've got your own computer game that, I mean, not only yes. are you a professional stand-up comedian who's, you know, <laughs> successful in Paris, yeah, I'm also impressed by the... Yassine has got his own arcade computer game. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the
0: computer game. Uh, the thing is... I was in Pigalle, which is a a neighbor in Paris. Okay, a um, naib- neighborhood. A neighborhood. Sorry, a neighbor is a guy who who knocks your doors when you do too much noise. Exactly. That's a neighbor. Exactly. Okay. a Neighborhood is a place. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so I was. Uh, this neighborhood is is pretty cool, but sometimes uh, at night it's. W- a little bit weird, okay? Tell me about it. I live here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but, <laughs> you know... By the way... You you know, and and, yeah, and on, so, I, I wanted that my audience wait inside the theatre and not outside the theatre because yeah. in front of the theatre sometimes they have weird guys. It looks like The Walking Dead in front of there. You know, <laughs> a lot of weird person like... <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, wa- I really wanted that the my, my audience wait inside but inside the theatre you have nothing to do right? while waiting for the show. So, I think... Uh, what can I do uh, for them? Yeah, something funny, something new, and a new adventure for me, uh, like in a creative way. Yeah, I decide to ask around me who can build me a video game, like a real video game, yeah. like arcade way, like old school game in yeah. the nineties, uh, nineties. Okay, to say the that. The nineties, 90s. the nineties, 90s, uh, graphic <laughs> way, you know, with all the pixels and all that. Yeah. And uh, I found uh, friends. Um, who can give me a little help on that and show me the way to do it. Right. And I build this arcade Arcade. Uh, arcade. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no problem. Please correct me. That's great. Okay. Uh, that ar- arcade uh, furniture. You can say that. Uh, oh, no. We don't call it a furniture. Oh. Because for me, it's a lot, I've seen with a lot of wood and I see where out the screws it, and all that. It is it. basically a piece of furniture, yeah. but we just call it an arcade machine. Okay. It's I a machine. this arcade machine with, and, I, and now I, I know how it works. Right. And it, that's great because all the... Um, um, you know the the pad you call that a pad uh the buttons the buttons the buttons and the, the stick's the joystick okay so all the joystick is um is just uh, a lot of little pieces that just little buttons and all little um wires and uh, cables. wires and cables on side and it, it's fantastic to build it yeah you know? yeah to uh, plug all these little cables yeah to the joystick to the stick and to the button so i'm, I'm a i'm a bit of a geek yeah. so I, I love uh those things yeah i was, was very happy to do that and my video game if you're a friend on your podcast want to try it's yeah. on my facebook page all right so maybe you can uh, i'll do a link on my yeah, website and they can they can play the game this is a game uh this is there is three level Okay, there, there are there are three the levels. There are there are three well, levels. We can say there are three. There are
1: three levels. There is three levels. There are there are there are there are three. There are three
0: difficult I'm lost
1: difficult. It's because it's because there are yeah um, contract to there are there are three. So yeah. it's not there
0: are three, it's there are three. Can you there do is that? three. And that's theirs nah,
1: eh. Don't worry about it It's not my, my
0: my My tongue is not okay with that Your tongue? My tongue, yeah Okay yeah, My tongue is not okay with some, that Some though. tongues just, dis- just <laughs> refuse <laughs> Just decide Just refuse they, to work they, on some sentence. They go
1: on strike, don't they? They're like, no, no, no We won't be making a TH sound No, not until we get more money more <laughs> More ice cream uh, If you yeah. give us more ice cream We might do the TH
0: sound But not <laughs> but today Not today, not now <laughs> so um, three levels yeah and the first one is write a show you have to write good ideas and write good jokes okay Uh, and this is um, you have to uh, uh, take some green bubble yeah and you have green bubble inside those green bubble you have good ideas right and inside uh Other red bubble. There seem like make you. I don't know if it's the same word in English, but in French we say procrastinate. Yeah, they, that make you procrastinate, okay. or that they make you waste time. Yeah, that make you waste time, like watching TV, watching series, playing video game, <laughs> things like that. And during that while, that those activities, you are not working on your show, and yeah. that's bad. So, uh, that's the first level, okay? You have to take the good ideas and write it down. It's a bit like Candy Crush Saga or something
1: that's that yeah. level, isn't it? Yeah. You just have to collect the green bubbles yeah. and try and get rid of the red bubbles. Yes.
0: Alright. And the second one uh, is the second step of a stand-up comedian show, you have to bring an audience uh, to your to your room to your venue yeah. okay? so uh, you have to find the audience like uh, Lemmings or uh, I don't know if you know that game on Lemmings or Batman, yeah. you know
1: yeah the Lemmings totally where you have to try and get all the Lemmings safely to the, a certain that's place that's
0: exactly the same and in Pigalle we have a lot of uh, you know uh, weird person a uh, lot,
1: lot of strange people yes uh, just give you an example I mean Pigalle is quite a famous part of uh, Paris it's where the Moulin Rouge is yes and it's also a bit of a dodgy area it's cool it's a great place but there's like it's a combination of bars like the moulin rouge and also uh i mean eddie izard talks about this uh, yeah. when he's in Pigalle. Yeah, yeah. he says it's basically like sex shops and and pharmacies which is a bit strange why is it the <laughs> <laughs> why why are those two yeah. things exactly i don't know but anyway lots of sex shops and lots of bars and you get these people in the street who try and bring you they're like hey man you want to come and see a show and you're like yeah i'd quite like to see a show but they they're actually trying to get you into a sex show yes it's very seedy and and
0: weird and and so and so those guys are are in the video game so you 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 have to reach audience and they follow you and when you you pass uh, that kind of gana. if he say hey man you want to see a show he, he steal your audience he st- because mm. sex uh, is stronger than comedy people prefer to go in sex shop than in comedy show that's yeah. my my rule in my game okay right. and uh, the second danger is the weird people like zombies yeah. it's like zombies in PGA if they touch your audience they, they die they go
1: ghosts okay so you've basically got a kind of pac-man scenario yes where there's like audience members wandering around a, yes. a level, and there are like guys trying to steal them for sex <laughs> yes. shows, and there's zombies trying to bite them, and yeah. you have to try and collect these audience members and yeah. safely bring them into your you have theater. To sneak, you have to sneak them past all the zombies, yes, and get them into the theater.
0: And finally, order- the yeah. third uh, level is about stand-up comedy uh, when you are on stage because now you have an audience yeah. and you have write some jokes. You've written. Uh, written, yeah. My mind say, man, that's not the good time. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, I say this in my mind, I say, no, 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 that's not bad. That. I saw it in your eyes, to you be have, honest. You, you have, have right in the past. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> some, some jokes, you have an audience, and then the third level is uh, you have to have a good rhythm. And that's my main problem. My main problem when I'm on stage doing uh, a show in English, it's the rhythm. Mm. And uh, so... The, the level is funny. You have a song and just a guy with a mic and you see an audience, like the shadow of an audience, okay? Yeah. You understand it? I see. Yeah. It, and then the audience is sort of in the
1: foreground. Yes. So you, it's like you're sitting at the back of the room and you're that's looking right. over the, 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 the shadowed heads of the audience and you can see you on stage. Yeah, the way yeah. you explain that
0: is brilliant. So Thanks that's that. And you have to push the button in the good uh, tempo. Yes. In, in the good term. Like a guitar hero, you right, know? Right, It's like you have uh, Haro, arrow yeah. like the left arrow and the button the blue button and the red button and you have to put uh, left arrow blue button click now okay and if you lose it you don't have the rhythm and so you, you, the, the joke is not working very well so right. the audience are not so it's enjoying tim- the show
1: it's timing
0: timing so this is re- not
1: only is this a fun game it's also a really really clever <laughs> summary of what it means to, do, to be a stand-up comedian because yeah. you've got to write your material you've got to be very disciplined yeah. don't procrastinate don't waste time you've got to yeah. focus on the writing Stage, then you got to promote and try and get people into your show, even though they'd rather go and see a sex show or something in Pigalle. Uh, and uh, the the other thing is, um, what else that uh, you've once you've actually written all your stuff and you've got your audience, yeah. you have to go on stage and you've got to get the timing right. Yes, you got to get your That's jokes it.
0: out really, totally. really with the right rhythm and the right timing. It's brilliant. And the more you have the right timing, the more you have like the good, um, you know, a message work on a little board behind you and it, 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 it is like uh, very funny good ah oh, you do good man very yeah. funny and if you're not in the right it, 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 it is like lame, not good <laughs> uh-uh, not funny at all yeah yeah so yeah. it's a little bit like a challenging and and so my audience can wait inside the theater. Uh, playing that game yeah. and that's more fun than just waiting for nothing
1: it's really cool and if you want to play this game ladies and gentlemen you can it's online just go to yassine's facebook page and you yeah. can you can play it there uh you'll find a link to that on my website you know the web page ladies and gentlemen teacherluke.wordpress.com for the moment i'm looking at changing that url to make it even better yeah it's going to be something like luke com.
0: wow <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh but we'll see. We'll see about that. Um okay, right, so cool. You um tell me a little bit about learning English, yassine Just tell me um you you told me earlier on that a year ago alright, okay um
0: Learning English. How how have you learnt English in your life? Um I learned English by trying to express my own ideas. In English right. and failing <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I fail and I try to understand why I fail and then I try to correct uh, my myself and I think that I need to to heal my own uh, language you know uh, to heal my own English heal you know heal yeah it's heal it right. when you like to repair uh, it, to fix repair it. Repair it, fix it. I need to fix my own mistakes uh, by myself because uh, I won't be always with a teacher you mm. know, in life. Mm-hmm. So I try to understand why I didn't uh, make the good sentence and then um, fix it by myself. Okay. That's the way I... Now, you studied, ing- you studied English
1: at school when you were a kid, like yeah. everyone does. Yeah. Um, but then... Um, I think that you didn't really use English at all No Until never. about a, a year ago Yeah But just over a year ago Yeah
0: What happened then? Uh, I have uh, I decided to do the Edinburgh Festival The Edinburgh Festival Right So I tried to say it correctly Like Edinburgh Well that's the sort of Scottish way of saying it <laughs> That's the Scottish it. way uh, Fine I would say, say it in London
1: Edinburgh 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 so the Edinburgh
0: Edinburgh Edinburgh yeah. Edinburgh But in Scotland they might say Edinburgh Yeah I prefer Edinburgh because I try to say the the way that people Say in in their country. That's like that's like Paris. If if people say Paris, I say no no. no that's Paris. That's but really, you know. In England, if I go around saying yeah, well, I live in Paris. Yeah, nobody understands. Pe- well,
1: people don't understand, and they'll understand that I'm being pretentious.
0: Yeah, it'll sound pretentious. It's it's like exact the, the, the same thing in France. When you say correctly an English word, everybody will say you are pretentious because you say it correctly. It's like I have a friend who come from uh, Quebec, and you know uh, Twitter. Yes. You know, the, well, yeah, yeah. the okay, no Bah oui. No, so, so, bah oui, <laughs> <laughs> so, Twitter, so Twitter, he said, uh, he said Twitter. I said, uh, so he has an, a French sentence like, vous pouvez me retrouver sur Twitter. Right. Ou sur Facebook. And he said it with the English accent. Right. And so everybody said, oh, oh, pretentious. Right. That's super pretentious. And what I didn't know is that Parisian people are known for being the most pretentious people in the world. I didn't know that. Mm. Now mm. I know. Mm. Mm. yeah they're known for that a lot of people say oh you are a little bit pretentious in paris and i i didn't know that before but now i know so when i go in madrid i i, I talk with people and say oh parisians okay i understand <laughs> right. people you know what because in madrid they, they they have an attitude about parisians? No, they, they, we just have a repetition in paris that i didn't know before going in london or in yeah. madrid or in quebec because because For you, Paris is just normal, it's just level, yeah. Because level I, I, zero. I, yeah, I lived here all my life, so yeah. I, for me, no, Paris is a bit uh, it's a tough city, people are not very uh, happy, that a yeah. little bit uh, grumpy, yeah. And I and I talk about that in my French mm-hmm. show, I don't yeah. know, it, it's for France also, Paris is like an unhappy place, a lot of people are like mm-hmm. very grumpy all the time, yeah. And uh, but I didn't know that that thing was known, um,
1: beyond. Or frontier, yeah. you know. I guess like uh, Paris is one of the most visited cities,
0: yeah, so that's everyone right. comes here and they see it. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard, I heard that some Japanese tourist was doing like a, a breakdown, yeah, by by uh, talking with uh, Parisian, uh, uh, you know, uh, waiters. Yes, everybody is so rude yeah. Then the the Japanese was. Oh my god! And, and then they have. Um, In their mind, they have like this paradisiac, I'm not sure if it's English, Um,
1: no. You mean there's a a disparity between what they expect and what it really is. So yes, this is actually a phenomenon that's got a name, it's called Paris Syndrome. (laughs) And it's a name that's been given to a specific form of culture shock.
0: That exists, the the Paris Syndrome. Paris
1: Syndrome, it's it's been written about, there's a fairly well-known article, I think, in an English newspaper that is that goes around the internet sometimes and it's basically a specific specific form of culture shock which is experienced by uh japanese tourists who come to paris and uh uh, it's very interesting because it shows us all sorts of things about cultural differences between the japanese and the french or the japanese and the parisians i think it's because the japanese have a vision um, of what they think paris will be like Um, and then when they arrive, it's not the same as that. Yes. And also, um, I think maybe some, I, I I don't, I can't explain why necessarily all Japanese people experience culture shock when they come, but it's basically, as you say, a disparity between what they expect and what it's really like. I yes. could go into it, in, and I hope to talk about Paris syndrome in the future because I think it's fascinating. Um, but what, anyway, what were what we we'll saying? Um, I don't remember. No, neither do I. I guess
0: I was saying that um, the way I learn English now. Yes. And I learn English a lot uh, by watching TVs and, and movies and uh, podcasts. I, watch, yeah. I, I I listen a lot of podcasts. Yeah. So that's a way for me to be used to uh the sound of english uh um uh way of talking yeah It's okay ab- yeah say abso- that? yeah the the the
1: the sound of uh english speakers speaking yeah or just the, speaking. Sound yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the sound of english yeah the sound of english
0: because for me it was it was um intimidating mm-hmm. like you said before mm. when a guy or a girl uh comes on you and try to uh speak like when fast a, when a
1: when a guy or girl comes on you
0: yeah I don't know really? how to say that <laughs> like 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 so it, they just pop up sometimes tourists that just right. pop up from a street you know
1: yeah when you they understand? come when they when uh, when a guy or a girl comes up to you comes That's to up you. yeah now I understand when they come the up.
0: mistake that I've <laughs> done it's a, it's a funny mistake I don't know the situation you can laugh. I don't know the situation yeah, oh, yeah. when you, you know with your friends and no 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 yeah all right um, I understand so it's when a when a guy or a girl comes up to you comes up. And up is very important in the sentence. Two. Two. Comes up to yeah. someone. Comes up to. Yeah, when a guy comes up to you and yeah. tries to uh, speak with you in English and he talks super fast and mm. you don't understand him at all now I can say man I don't understand you and that's a human thing yeah and sorry man I don't understand you so please be more specific or less specific (laughs) please use uh, very um, simple words I am French I'm not super good in English please be nice with me and I will help you if I can that's very interesting because actually it's not just the
1: responsibility of the one who's learning the language. Let's say if you've got a native speaker talking to a non-native speaker, they're both equally responsible for making the communication exchange work. It's not just the responsibility of the learner of English. The native speaker has a, a responsibility too. because are totally right. Yeah. So a lot of native speakers uh, don't realise how they can help learners of English understand them it's about grading the english and also just keeping the english keeping the message simple not too many fancy phrases yes you know i meet some uh people who when they're speaking to foreigners who don't speak english mm-hmm. they their approach to trying to help the person understand is is really weird so you get like you know when you go traveling with people and you meet you talk to the locals in yeah. I don't know in Vietnam or something, um, and uh, you, you see someone trying to speak to the, uh, a local. It's like, excuse me, uh, wh- where's the market? Wh- what time does the market open? And the and the <laughs> guy's like, um, uh, uh, and he goes, all right, I'll, let's see. And they for some reason they go more formal. Yeah, I like, understand uh, that. Uh, uh, can you inform me of the opening hours of the traders' uh, fair?
0: And the but it's more complicated yeah, it's because th- they try to be more polite or more um, specific. And, and that's worse because we uh, a lot of people heard English from the entertainment. Mm. So we have the entertainment vocabulary. Yeah. I have that. And right. that's a joke in my, my short talk about that because I, I learn English with all that. So if you say very uh, polite and very complicated uh, sentences with, you know... Um, um, um may have could we that we don't understand that you so have to be like little words and very uh, push it not saying loud don't say it loud because a lot of people say just loud yeah. things and the thing that will help
1: can you understand me now
0: yeah yeah you have to that, that's that just doesn't scary. change anything that that just intimidates me
1: more yeah all right so what you're saying is that because you've learned english from movies and tv shows yeah what people should do to help you understand is speak like you're in an, a
0: Bruce Willis film. <laughs> yeah, sure. God damn it, Yassine. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Where's the fucking market? <laughs> yeah, I don't see the market. And, and that's great in movies. They, they repeat a lot of things. So they, they repeat a lot. Like, if a guy is looking for the market, I say, I'm looking for the market. I don't found the market. I'm looking for it, man. What I'm looking for? The market. And you know what I don't found? The fucking market. And then you understand it because it repeats a lot, market. Okay. It could work. What I do in my stand-up now, I try to repeat a lot my, my, my subject. Because I'm pretty sure that the audience will not get it the first time mm. because my accent, because of my accent, because maybe of the words sometimes I don't push the right syllable. Mm-hmm. So, okay, syllable. Yeah, good. Yeah, so I I am I I know that. But what I'm trying to do is not to be to look afraid of what I'm saying mm. because the worst thing to do is to look afraid by looking afraid talking you you you're discouraging the guy in front of you to listen to you okay you understand me yeah too, yeah <laughs> because you look like oh, i'm not sure and and and, and it's, uh, we are uh, empathetic it's okay to say it. Uh, empathetic empathetic we are empathetic uh, beings okay Right. we are empathetic beings so the, the other guy says oh, maybe he's not right <laughs> oh i'm not sure and then he don't want to listen to you even i think most of the time when I have like a, a, a rubbish um sentence, you mm-hmm. know, who didn't work very well, if I say it correct with the correct confidence, yeah. the other people guess or correct me, like feel the right feel right. Okay. Feel, feel okay feel about Feel okay correcting. about correct me. And correcting and, and, and me. correcting me. Feel okay about correcting me. Yeah. And so the the trade is super fair for me. Because yeah. I can Give my message. The other one helps me, and he feels good about helping me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's about being positive. It's about being positive. Yeah. It's about being open, and it's about f- uh, remember that the language is just the way we learn how to express the idea. Who are in color in your head? Yes, you know. So it's 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 not about
1: the words, the language we're using. It's ultimately it's about achieving a communicative act yeah, and you just have to be positive and yeah. confident and try and help the other person to understand what you're saying. And so you, it's about taking responsibility. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, listeners, bing, here is a, <laughs> a top tip that we've just learned <laughs> to, to, to get it right, to be a good communicator. You've got to be positive. You've got to take responsibility for the communicative act. Yes. And you've got to be confident.
0: And, uh, and that's a big, that's a big thing, that. that and that being confident uh, is very hard because uh, uh, you can't learn how to be confident. Yeah. You, you can just try to do other things, yeah. and then realize, oh, today I was <laughs> I was full of confidence yeah. uh, while uh, talking with this guy. What I realized is that uh, when I'm not too hard on myself, yeah. When I'm not too uh you know self critical yeah self critical that's the word thank you self critical um i can i can i can f- uh, forgive my mistakes right okay? yeah 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 exactly
1: there's there, something occurred to me just then which is like the only thing we have to fear is fear itself you know yes. what i mean like ultimately what are we scared of like, if, you, if you're um, worried about sort of opening your mouth and making a fool of yourself, no one else really cares that much. If, if they, <laughs> they, only, they only care if you feel the pain, you know? If you're upset and you're hurt by it, then that's going to make everyone else feel uncomfortable, too, because ultimately yeah. they don't want you to feel bad. So if you just enter into a communicative situation with some positivity, and you don't get bothered by any mistakes that you made, and it's just like, oh, never mind, it's just water off a duck's back. Do you yeah. know that expression? No, water I, off a duck's back. It just I, I rolls. I understand, off. yeah, because the, the, the duck. Okay, now exactly. I understand, but I didn't yeah. know that. It's just water off a duck's back. Then that's it. The this problem just rolls away, and, and off we we can we can all continue in comfort. Yeah. Yeah. And no one will be flabbergasted.
0: <laughs> I'm very happy about that <laughs> word. I was trying the moment to say it all the interview. <laughs> really? <laughs> ah, yeah. just been waiting for the chance. <laughs> I love flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. I, flabbergasted. Which is like sort of shocked and surprised and yeah. lost for words. But mm. in a smoking. Because I learned that. <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a tuxedo. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because I learned that word for people who listen your your podcast in downtown abbey downtown abbey downtown abbey the tv show the tv show downtown abbey and everybody he's in smoking in very fancy people how a do you say that you Very mean they're aristocratic
1: they're very posh very posh aristocratic and they're all we don't call it a smoking that's a false friend or or french english oh, or something how do you call it we call it a tuxedo a tuxedo yeah with a bow tie no really black uh, jacket White shirt So where come from The the, the smoking I don't know the, You're not the only <laughs> ones I think <laughs> In Japan I think In Japan They call it a smoking as well But uh, Yeah why, why are you calling it a smoking If what? I say in England uh, I want to rent a smoking They'll be like No 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 California mate Wrong country
0: Okay But yeah. it, it, They will understand me or not No no, no they'll be like You want to
1: rent a smoking uh, Are you funny. learning English Yeah <laughs> Yeah that, no, because a smoking...
0: A smoking is a, is a king who is smoking, or what do you want? A smoke, <laughs> a smoking. A small king. You want a, a little king to do what? To a little... I don't know. We don't we, understand you, French person. We,
1: we do sell royal family smoking... <laughs> smoking royal family-themed smoking uh, pipes. <laughs> is that what you want? What do you want? And, uh, okay, no. I understand. Okay, okay so a, a tuxedo bingo tuxedo okay so uh, flabbergasted is a is a word you learned from Downton
0: Abbey yes and and that's a point who helps me uh, i think that's a point which which helps me to uh, learn english sometimes i learn good sentences that i want to try and want to say sometimes i learn word that i want to repeat i like those words okay right. and that's in the good thing mm-hmm. good things bucket I have the bad things bucket. The bad things bucket is when I try to do something, when I am in the middle of an idea in my head and it's important for me to express it and I can't do it. My... my, um, my listeners don't understand me, or I make a mistake about a verb, or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's the bad ID bucket. Okay, that's the bad things bucket. You just reject it, basically. Yeah, it's it. like put it on off. Oh, I I miss that. I feel rejected. I don't feel good about it. When I try another word, that's a challenge. That's something funny. Uh, you know. Right. So when you when you like try and express something and you're successful,
1: then it goes in the good bucket, the good things bucket. Yeah. And a, like a, a failed little bit of communication goes in the bad things bucket fine yeah, organized
0: when I try to in the good things bucket when I do um, a good sentence and I put in it like a word that I like or that I heard like yesterday yeah I'm very happy about that you yeah. know because I am increasing my level like a child you know sometimes mm. child they, they learn word and they say the word for three weeks you know because yeah. they are very happy about the world <laughs> the, the, these are all really really
1: good things yeah seen really worth just stopping and, and repeating because there's uh we just picked up two things there one of one of those things is that you're you've got organized now here's a here's a linguistics term a pedagogical term you've got metacognitive strategies Right. right, that's the official word. Wow. Metacognitive strategies. That means that you're thinking outside the box, okay? And you're thinking of different. You, you, you've got different strategies that you use to approach your acquisition of language. Yeah. For example, when you successfully complete uh, a bit of communication, you've got an organised way of, of of keeping that. Keeping that successful sentence or phrase or whatever, you put it in the good ideas, the good things box or uh, whatever it was called, bucket. (laughs) Um, um, So that's, you're organized. So you've got organized approach to remembering and storing uh, successful acts of communication. Um, The other thing was, oh, damn, what was the second thing? (laughs) Maybe it was the, the bad things. Um no, that was something else. You have the bad thing repeating b- things. Yeah, exactly, repeating things. When you get you're like a kid, when you learn a new word, you say it again and again yeah, and again. Yeah. That's important. You've got to use a word and uh lots of times before you can add it to your yes. vocab.
0: Yeah. And, so a, and that's what I hope um I hope that will happen in Edinburgh. Because uh, I will do a show every night. Mm. So Every night I will repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat the same things. So I hope uh, I will correct my, my mistakes yeah. by repeating. And also um, I, I can try new things and new funny words and new funny sentences, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I, I tried that will help me to, to build a show, an entire show. Yeah. Now, I guess
1: building an entire show... Um is a big challenge it's also like building your english in a way yeah
0: that's the same thing but it's also it the more of that story it, it mm, i think it's building my confidence yeah yeah and and understand how i work right and and that's great because when um, I understand a lot of things about me by doing little chit chat with English people because that's um that's very hard when, when you don't speak a good very good english yeah. and you can go and 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 try uh i don't know you, you can try new things like that you just have to be sure of what you say you know mm-hmm. and tr- i don't know i don't know how to say that okay I'm sorry but um it it's like
1: you just have to have like a, an idea you could you have to have like a purpose for for yeah. talking to people and you just got to let that purpose come come through. Um, what I was going to say is that uh, this the, the, your approach appears to be working because
0: um, uh, what a year and a half ago, yeah, what what, what was your English like? I have no English. I didn't speak English. The first time I've been in London, I was terrified to talk about anything with anybody with right. I, no, just French. I was with my friend, and uh, he was always speaking in English for me. Now I'm not scared at all. You right. know what? because I'm just saying I'm not I'm talking with humans, they, they are humans, <laughs> and they are not just English speakers. English speakers was um, was terrifying me because when somebody comes up to you and try to speak very fast for something they need. You yeah. don't understand it. If it's a waiter and he needs to know what you want to eat. Yeah. Because he is this is his job, okay? And he has a lot of table and have a lot of people around him and <laughs> he wants to I don't know what. He wants to finish early or I don't know. Yeah. And you you can't understand all that. You're just paralyzed because you know oh maybe that's my fault. I don't speak English. Ah uh, <laughs> now I don't sp- think like that now I'm right? right. just thinking just I will try my best if you don't understand me I will explain sorry my English is not the best English that you will find in England mm. if you want a very good English go see Jonathan Ross okay yeah I am Yasin Belhus and and I am proud of what I'm trying to do so please uh, try with me and we'll have a fantastic uh dish order or not <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the 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 yeah. <laughs> The ordering of the food will will be really <laughs>
1: good if we just work together on this. Yes, yeah.
0: yes, you say that very well.
1: Okay, so um, let's see. Let me. Do, can you tell me about doing comedy in French versus doing comedy in English? Obviously, sure. obviously in English it's more difficult. But uh, uh, is th- do you feel that um, it's easier to be funny in French or in English?
0: Oh, it's. Um it's it's uh, it's pretty much the same thing, yeah. but uh, my English is a little bit less good than my French, uh-huh. And so <laughs> uh, I th- I think more to be understandable in English mm. than in French. In French, I just the idea pops and I try to explain them. But I learned things about my French uh, act yeah. while doing that in England. You know, I don't know if it's okay to, to say that. I learn about my fr- my French uh, jokes and all that by doing jokes in English. Right. Because uh, in, Eng- in English, I have to write every little word and try to recite yes. uh, this because yes. I'm not sure of myself. Uh, I'm not confident. Yeah. But in France, uh, I was more like, I will say my idea on stage because uh, now I try to make, myself more organized yeah so in french you're a bit more blasé yes. Now that's a word we use in english yeah but blasé we use we say that in france too it's but a it's french more word. like uh I, I just uh it's not blasé i'm afraid too in france doing it. okay doing, so it's not that I, I i jump in the river in france okay? yeah <laughs> But in in England, I'm more uh, scared, so I, I have to be prepared, more right. prepared. So basically,
1: doing a show in English forces
0: you to be much more rigorous yes. with the rigorous.
1: with the choice of words yes. and the preparation that you use. So it actually being rigorous is really important for a stand-up comedian because it's that's how you build your material. Yes. You go through it very carefully and you cut out the unnecessary words. You find you add in words that are going to be a little bit funnier. Because words on their own have got sort of magic powers, you know? That's right. Like, you can tell a joke, and often it's the choice of a particular word that's going to get a laugh. Yes. Like, what is it?
0: Um, I mean, okay. I can say French funny words. You can say uh, uh, English funny words if you want. Yeah, yeah. And in in France, we have funny word like um, punto. Okay. Punto, which is a, a a car name. Yeah, Punto. We, Fiat. Have, uh, Fiat. Punto. we have kangaroo. Uh-huh. That's the same for you, kangaroo. Kangaroo. Yeah, kangaroo. Uh-huh. kangaroo uh kangaroo. Kangaroo is right. a, it's definitely a funny word. Panda. That's nice. Uh, panda in English. Uh, yeah, panda. What we have, um, we have uh, a a name of um, of um, candy that like my friend Dedo say all the time in his show is a uh, croco aribo. <laughs> which is <laughs> the name of a candy, which is a funny word. Right. We have a lot of funny words that help us to, you know, to make some spice on the on yeah. the joke. Yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. That helps because um, that's, that's for, the same for, you know, the writers, the, um, when they write a novel, they, they, the words are very important. Yes. And in, in France, I just take care about this and the idea and then I try and I, and I just speak and it's okay. It, things are are uh, natural. You're I mean, able to improvise. Yes. You're,
1: you're, you're, you can just process in French much more easily. So you don't have to carefully write but my, everything. My big
0: problem is that I can't do stand-up comedy just by reciting the text. So mm-hmm. even in English... I have to improvise. That's the way I I do. And so I have problems
1: sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I think it's really interesting, this improvisation thing, because um, I find it too. If I just learn my material too much... And I go up and I just repeat the lines. It's just not engaging. There's something missing. There's The improvisation or doing something for the first time in that room with those people creates a kind of magic that everyone can sense. They don't notice it, but it's just either it's there or it's not there. That's why, for example, on the... I agree. That's why I try on the podcast to to speak without writing scripts first as much as I can. Because there's something a lot more attention-grabbing in it being natural yeah you know because there's drama in that because it's like what how's he going to finish the sentence You know, know, one man, one sentence. Um, So it's difficult. Yeah, exactly. The suspense. How's he going to finish? What word is he going to use at the end? Sometimes the sentences don't work. (laughs) Um, So there's some drama in that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, So you have to be a lot more rigorous when you're writing in English. Yes. All right. Okay.
0: Um, And also, I remember now in English... uh, I, I found where are my ideas. That means that what I, I, w- I was saying, uh, that's like earlier, uh, that ideas are like in color in your head. That, that, re- that looks a little bit hippie, but mm. now I understand that French is a language. Right. But before just speaking French, was well, this, this French is the language the, that's the language. It's just like the, the air that d- you breathe. D- d- yeah, the, that's the language, and I understand that's a language, and you can you can bend it, you can play with it, we can change it. Yes, and I understand that by doing shows in English, and I and I, and I see my idea now, and I said, okay, the idea is that how can I explain it correctly, even in French? Mm-hmm. I don't just do it. I try to explain, how can I explain that? Yeah. I think that's really important, not just, as
1: I've mentioned before, not just in comedy, but in any communicative act. It's about managing the message, isn't it? And uh, like, if you're writing an email to someone, you've got to think, right, I think, for example, you have to keep it simple, be very selective about the information you're giving. Know, for example, if you put some information first, that's going to affect the way that the message is taken so you have to yes. order the information in the right way putting the most important th- thing first or or finishing with the most important thing you know all the the structure uh, the the structural approach to a, to a uh, a message using the right words the 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 only the most necessary things yes there's a rule isn't there
0: in writing jokes yeah also and m- make it the shortest possible yes exactly and but for email I was doing exactly what you said I mean like uh, very short sentence very uh, practical things mm. uh, not being too um, specific because sometimes you lose yourself in that yeah I was and but I I realized that makes me uh, some sometimes too uh, I don't know uh, rough you know Too too um, authoritaire means like uh, do that mean that that uh, yeah so I have two two times now the information. And the second times I put some politeness and yassiness in it <laughs> means that being nice, you know. Uh, how are you? La la la. Mm. Uh, it will be a pleasure if you can do uh, many thanks and yes. And the funny things with regards. Yeah. Re- regards in French means look. <laughs> so for <laughs> me it's so funny. The first time I read that and I'm, I try to joke about that means that the regards like uh, blah 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 blah. <gasps> <laughs> well, it's just a look you know <laughs> <laughs> right so right, right. okay
1: now that's good because so your approach to writing an email is that you decide the most basic message that you're trying to do what's the what are the things you're trying to achieve and then you add some some window dressing yes,
0: to it because it's important because communication is like a little bit like that mm. if, if you receive an email i don't want that the other person feel that hey this guy is like uh, uh, give me an order that's yeah. an order, you know. D- it shouldn't be too direct. Yeah, because yeah, y- you have
1: to be direct enough that they get the message that yeah. you want them to do this thing.
0: Yes. But you also have to be nice and flowery L- like in your uh, mother tongue. In French I am nice all the time, but the, in in English I have to I have to work more to be the nice like in France you mentioned
1: certain phrases yeah. which you use to be nice I think in writing an email what you'll find is that there are just certain key phrases that you can use to make your emails nicer yes like, uh, I would appreciate it if you could yes uh, I very you know uh, thanks very much for your help kind regards you know I learned many thanks. I didn't know many things. many thanks and the first line should be how are you I hope you're well yeah. little personal thing and if if you're resp- if you're replying to the other person's email you should make a reference to something they've said in their email yeah so the last Best thing they made. say Just oh i'm you know i'm uh, i'm going to have uh, some indian food tonight yeah. that's going to be nice anyway right. see you it, tomorrow it's
0: weird to finish an email by please don't die <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that's pretty it's weird, weird yeah. it's weird
0: so don't do that yeah don't do that um well, and another thing you, you can't say I hope you're fine. That's not okay to say that. I hope you're fine. It's weird.
1: Uh,
0: I hope you're well is better. I hope you're well. No, no, no. Because all the time I I wrote like 5,000 emails with, I hope you're fine. I hope you're fine, sir. (laughs) Why do you think I hope you're fine is no, 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 no. It's maybe one of the things is to be aware that sometimes you do mistake for a long time and nobody corrects your mistakes uh, before today. You yeah. understand? Yeah, I guess it, yeah, Sometimes for a long time, yeah. you do the same in the same, and people say, oh, that's cute. That's a mistake, foreigner <laughs> mistake. And one day you realize that's a mistake. Mm. And you think that's a very fine English. And you're a little <laughs> bit uh, you know, pretentious about your <laughs> sentence. And sometimes, um, I hope you're fine. Doesn't work, I will say from today. I, I hope, hope you're, you're well. well. Thank you, Luke.
1: Okay, so you just realised now. Yeah. That see, for me, I hope you're fine.
0: Is okay, Yasin. Yes, it's fine. Yeah, but but I I prefer, I prefer use something that who who is average. You know, say can say average. A- well, not average, but normal. Normal. Yeah. yeah normal. Usual. Usual. Common. Uh, a, a usual sentence. A normal sentence. Okay. Okay.
1: All right then. Um, so um, let's see. French audiences and,
0: and audiences in the UK are they different? Yeah, uh, they are different uh, because I, but even in France, uh, Parisian audience and Marseille audience is different. I just, uh, I just done some gigs in London and the Big difference is the um, they know stand up comedy more than in France, so they're used to a guy with his uh, with, with mic yeah. telling jokes yeah. about him. Um, himself. they know that, they know that very well, so there is no problem. They, they just listen uh, more than in France. Sometimes, when you do stand up comedy, you have to explain. That this is this is normal, (laughs) man. I am doing a show talking about me. There is no lights, and I don't have a costume, uh, because stand up is new in France. Yeah, yeah. So you have to break down some bar, some cultural
1: barrier every time you do a gig. Just explain
0: stand up. Sometimes, not every time, because Mm. now it's it's new, but it's known since two thousand six with the Jamel Comedy Club. Right. So it's known that so. That you have to explain a little bit sometimes. But in England, um, the, the the only thing I have to, uh, to do is uh, present myself. And it's okay. Yeah. Just say, hello, I'm French. My English is not incredible. I do some jokes about that. And after that, it's okay. They, they, they used to respond yeah. correctly.
1: Because most people in England are pretty comedy literate because we we've all grown up watching stand up comedy yes, on TV that, that's it's, what, that, it's a really big part yeah. of our culture so everyone gets it immediately
0: yes and yeah. and that's that's a big difference and also you are there I, after that it's just cultural difference and what i do is, is i cut every french reference uh, in mm. my stand up uh, english speaking show so you don't talk about pigal i don't talk i will talk about pigal but pigal is pretty famous because it's in paris it's like london i can talk about london in madrid yeah uh, i have done that in fact i think i talk about london because i have seen a fox in london yes. and for me it's like wow a fox <laughs> because in paris we just have pigeon yeah. You say pigeons? Pigeons. Pigeons. Well, yeah, in London We don't have foxes here. Yeah,
1: London's full of foxes.
0: And uh squirrel.
1: Squirrels. Squirrels. Fo- London's animals are basically the pigeons, the foxes, the squirrels the rats wow the mice
0: we have uh, rats in paris very big rats yeah scary nothing the same that in ratatouille they are f- very <laughs> nice in ratatouille now we have crackhead rats like <laughs> rats and and i was very i was flabbergasted to, to see a, a fox because i was scared of him yes yeah. first fox of my life i didn't know if this he, he was um you know it was a little bit rot you know, no <laughs> I mean he was a bit uh he wasn't in very good condition. No, he was no. A bit mangy. Yes mangy. And, yeah. And so he was a little bit um scary. Could have been a crack fox. Maybe crack. a crack fox. Very in bad shape and weird look, so I was a little bit scared. Yeah. Like a, a, a street dog, you know? Yeah. Like very You w- thought, w- w- what's this fox gonna do? Is it gonna go for my face? Yes. because a first fox of my life I didn't know what to do maybe it's a nice animal but he was uh, he was not sure of uh, himself it was a very low self-esteem fox (laughs) so (laughs) he ran away he ran away like like,
1: most of the foxes are pretty low self-esteem when it comes to meeting humans generally the, the typical way which you meet a fox in London is you'll be walking home late after you've been to the pub and you're walking along the street and a fox crosses the street in front of you and it looks at you, and you look at the fox, and you're like, All right, and the fox goes, All right, see you later. And, <laughs> and off it goes, and that's it. Oh, fox encounter. Sometimes, sometimes you see them, uh, sometimes you have more close, you know, contact with the fox. Like if you see one in the back garden, okay, and you, that's you, where I've seen you it put some food out, and
0: the fox comes over gingerly. In fact, uh, we were on the street with my friend, and we have like a, a back street. It's okay, to say that um, something in you know an alleyway, an alleyway between houses. Sure, between houses in alleyway. Yeah, we've seen the fox in this alleyway, and so at the painting wall. Wow, what is that? And because in France, you have to understand that when you are a child, the first poetry that you learn in France is the crow and the fox oh yeah and that's the most famous poetry in france that's right. that's um, a story about uh, a fox talking to a crow yeah. which is uh, <laughs> and that's a cliche but uh, the crow is carrying uh, a cheese the, the, in, the, the, he's carrying carrying a cheese carrying oh sorry he's carrying yeah. a cheese okay in oh. his uh bec- how beak in in his beak yeah. okay so he has the cheese and the fox is starving okay so right. he see the crow he sees the crow he sees the crow on the tree yeah. on a tree and he try to make him talk right. and then open his beak uh-huh. and then the the cheese falls down right to make him talk, he say, "Oh crow, you are so wonderful. You are beautiful. You are nice. I think that you are the better crow in this forest." <laughs> no, no, seriously, you are fantastic. You are, you are the best animal that I, I never met in my life. And of course I come on. And then what? He opened his back and the, the cheese comes down. Right. That's that's a story
1: about being positive and being nice to people in order to get what you want. Because <laughs> it is, that's the moral of that story. In English, we've got a similar one and it's, it's uh, I can't tell you this, it's about the wind and the sun. Okay. And uh, what happens is the wind and the sun are in the sky. Yeah. Right. And they look down and they see a man walking along the street, and the wind and the sun decide to have a competition okay. to try and make this man take off his jacket. Right? <laughs> they want him to lose his jacket, not because they want to eat the jacket, just because it's just a competition. It's just a game. And the <laughs> the wind—that's <laughs> a joke for me. The wind is arrogant, right? The wind is like, "I'm gonna make, I'm gonna blow his jacket off. Watch this!" And so the wind goes. <laughs> And sends down like a powerful windstorm, and the the man's jacket starts to come off. But he pulls it around him, and he pulls the jacket close, and yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't come off. Oh. And the sun is like, all right, good try. Let's have a go. And the sun, what he does is he he just sends down beautiful sunlight onto yeah. the man. Uh, all of his beautiful rays of, of sunlight going down and the man f- you know feels warm it's pleasant and he just takes his jacket off himself uh, because he wants to enjoy the sunshine right so the moral of the story is yeah. don't be if you want to if you want someone to do something you've got to be very nice to them you've got to be positive and that way they will then be glad to do the thing that you want them to do rather than being a nasty you know person wind yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't be a nasty wind don't that's be a the moral yes wind
0: sun is better than wind <laughs> <No>. in some <laughs> format okay but um, i'm very i'm very happy to to uh, tell you that that story about the fox because that for me is like a, a, a great uh, memories mm. of london and and um by learning some little words during that day it, it makes it a good day. And yeah. you learn some little words. You have seen a fox that you've never seen that kind of animal ever in Paris. And that makes it uh, an, a good adventure. That's just not painful. Right. Yeah. good, Great. Okay. So,
1: Yasin, tell us about your Edinburgh show, just in case people want to come and see you. Yeah. Um, if they're in Edinburgh and they want to come and see your show, which I strongly suggest that they do. How do we find it? Where is it? Give us the details, okay?
0: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it, it is uh, in Fringe Festival. Yeah the, the the place is called uh, Plaisance Courtyard. plaisance Courtyard. Okay. And I'm in a little room called that, and my show is called Made in France because right. I I made it in France. So I, I you know <laughs> you're, made, you're I made am in made in France. Yeah. And and the decision to do it, it was uh, um in in paris one year ago yeah one year ago uh comes here to prepare his olympia uh in in paris Eddie came here came sure all right he came in paris uh, to prepare his show yeah and uh we had a little tour. so i i was um opening for him yeah then at one point we talk about doing shows in english yeah and he said i'm doing that in france uh, because when we talk with uh, Eddie, I speak English and he speaks French, <laughs> so he can correct my English right. and I correct his French sometimes because we always do uh, make little um, vocabulary mistakes or all that okay yeah uh, and then he told me, why 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 don't' why you don't do that why in, don't you do that why don't you do that?" In English, I say my English is maybe, it's maybe not very, very good. He said, "No, your, your English is correct. I can understand you. You know, yeah. if I don't have to do a lot of um, work yeah. to make you work in my head, so I can understand your ideas. So, yeah. uh, you, you can do it in English." Okay, okay I, I have already done some little gigs with, you know, Sebastian Marx yeah. in in Paris. So we all know Sebastian; he's been on the podcast. Yeah, so little gigs like. Uh, five ten minutes so i'm not afraid to do it in english but a whole show is a big challenge I say you have to do Edinburgh. it's a good uh, it's a good place it's a place where you can work and all that and a lot of english comedians english speaking comedians do Edinburgh for the whole month so mm. i say okay and i decide to do it one year ago so uh out helps me yeah to to um to do it uh, in Edinburgh I am with uh, Mick Perrin this is a, a producer yeah. and they, they helped me to to set up the thing because I don't know the place I'm, I'm, I'm French so I'm, yeah. uh,
1: it's hard for me yeah yeah it, it, it must be very difficult um so it's on Edinburgh. The Edinburgh Festival, as you might know, ladies and gentlemen, is um, as I mentioned earlier one of the biggest comedy festivals in the world. There's Edinburgh. There's Sydney. There's is it Sydney or Melbourne? I think, um, it's, uh, I think s- it's
0: Melbourne. Melbourne. Melbourne, Melbourne Comedy yeah. Festival. Yeah. Uh,
1: then there's also Montreal, Montreal, uh, yeah. as well, and and Edinburgh, and and yes. there must be others as well. I think there's one in um, in Austin, Texas. Um, but anyway, Edinburgh is internationally. N- Renowned for its comedy festival It takes place in August Pretty much the entire month of August Yes um and if you go to Edinburgh in August well the city will be buzzing it'll be full of people full of comedians all kinds of different forms of entertainment uh, there's comics in the streets publicizing their shows handing out flyers the place is just full of life basically um it's a little bit difficult to find accommodation in August because of the festival but if you happen to be there then wow lucky you you're going to have a good time lots of the shows are free as well there's tons of free shows uh, some shows you have to pay for, like all the professional comedians are doing all their shows there. It's just, it's amazing. There's a cornucopia of uh, stand-up comedy to enjoy um, in Edinburgh. Right, so you're on at 9.30 in the evening, every night?
0: Yes, every night, oh, all month. Really? Yeah. So consecutively, no breaks? No break, one day break. Uh, I have a one day, I have a night you for me. Just One for me. night off? Yeah, one night off. Wow. And, and I may be in a in a big festival in Switzerland during that night. I may be there, so like in the arena, always with uh, uh, ten thousand people. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. But in front in French it's okay. Uh, I, uh-huh. I can't do ten thousand people. Uh, then just not just me. Well, a lot of uh, comedians with me. Yeah. There was a, a big night. Um, in French it's okay. In English it it is not. Uh, but all months, every night, I hope um, I hope that I will meet a lot of comedians because i love to talk about comedy and i love to talk with comedians they're always interesting people mm. and um i hope meet a lot of people from all over the world and try to um share what we are uh going through mm. by learning english yes you know because sometimes you just meet somebody and it gives you confidence because he understands you yeah Totally.
1: Um, what was I going to say? You're not the only non native speaking comedian yes. who will be in Edinburgh. There are others. And, ladies and gentlemen, uh, from around the world, listen out because you might know some of these
0: people that sure, Yassine yeah. is about to mention. Who are the other uh, people? Uh, this uh, Italian comedian called uh, Francesco Di Caldo uh-huh. um, from Italy. Uh, we have uh, from Russia. Mm. And I um, know uh, from Russia, we have Igor Mirson with us uh, yeah. uh, in Edinburgh, and also from um, from Germany. Yeah. Because I always say uh, uh, Dutchland, uh, because I have learned a little bit of German. Right. But from Germany, we have Michael Mittermeier. So, yes. Michael Mittermeier from Germany, Igor mirson from Russia, and Francesco Carlo from Italy, and Yassin Belouz from France. Awesome. That's the international dream team. Yes. Um, um, you,
1: might, you might meet a comedian called Paco Erhardt. Um, he's a German guy. He does uh, comedy in English as well. If you bump into him. Then say hello because he's been, pleasure. he's been on the podcast. He was no on my podcast a few years ago. Okay, cool. um, so, you, you ready for the challenge of, of like doing a show every night for a month? Because that's
0: tough. Of, uh, I, I have no idea. I will try everything. I, I, I'm just doing it to doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm
1: just very happy to do it. Yeah. Uh, that's totally brilliant. Um, so, w- where are you? Where's the show? Do you know at this stage? Because um, you, I wonder if you know
0: where. Which venue is it? The venue is that. Da- that... In Pleasant's Courtyard. The venue is Pleasant's Courtyard. Pleasant's and Courtyard. And my room is called That. 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 <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> that. That.
1: Yeah, you got it. Okay, That. Okay. okay. That's the name of the room? That. that yes. That is the name of the room. We have two rooms in
0: a container. This is a container. We are in a container. Do you know... Container. What is a con- container. We are in a container. Yes. For it, like it, sh- it, a shipping container. Yeah, a shipping container. You're doing a gig in a shipping container? Yes. And we have two rooms this yeah and that awesome so and that's a very funny place that is the name of the room absolutely that is the name of the room we can do a little sketch about yeah that <laughs> this
1: is the name of the room yes this is the name of this room but that's the name of that room that's the so name that, of the room so that that's not the name of this room no this is this is the name of this room and that's the name, but does it <laughs> does it does it depend where you're standing <laughs> this so this is the
0: name of that room and that is the name of this room? That is the name of this room. Welcome in that. That is the name of this room, of the room. I will, that is, Let leave me alone.
1: This room is, is that, and that room is, 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 is this, this. Is
0: this. It could get confusing. Yeah. Who's performing in this room? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't check every comedian, but I will soon. but I, I prefer to, um, I prefer to wait for, half. oh, because, um. All the show are getting on the website little by little. Yeah. I prefer waiting and then see everything at the end.
1: Yeah. So. And another person you, you might meet there is uh, Alex Love. Alex Love. You yeah. know him already? I meet him already. Yeah. He's been on the podcast before. Fantastic. So you it's might nice see Yeah, He's a nice guy. Yeah. He's a lovely guy. Um, all right, then brilliant yassine it's been it's been absolute pleasure having you on the podcast well thank you for having me um do you have anything else to say to the listeners around all the people of the world have fun okay (laughs) awesome um i'd like to just present you with this certificate i have a certificate yeah everyone gets a certificate
0: i have the Luke podcast certificate you're doing pretty well my friend and now have a good night Okay all right <laughs> certificate Brilliant. yeah yeah
1: exactly it's it's uh, the certificate proves that you've uh, attended the the episode thank you very much um it's not it, it's it, i'm very proud of this. it there's no it's not been c- certified by any this is my first um english speaking interview really yeah well i think that i think listeners you'll agree that he passed the the interview <laughs> you're hired you are nice you are a nice guy <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I do my, you know, I do what I can. <laughs> um, right then. Yasin, best of luck in Edinburgh. You're going to smash it. Thank you, I yeah. hope. Um, the show is called Made in France. It's at uh, that room in the Pleasance Courtyard between the 30th of July and the 25th of August. It happens at 9.30 in the evening, every evening. Suitability for the show is 12 years old and above. So it's pretty family-friendly stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, there you go. All right, so if you're in Edinburgh, check it out. If you're not in Edinburgh, I just hope you enjoyed this podcast and uh, you can just use your imagination to just imagine <laughs> what Edinburgh is like. And, you know, if you're not going to Edinburgh, don't worry, because it'll probably rain. Uh, <laughs> that's so, true. So, that's so if you're thinking, oh, true. I wish I was in Edinburgh, don't,
0: because it'll be <laughs> wet. Uh, A lot of people say that, that's right there. And it rains or it, um, it burns because it's very, very hot or very wetty. Very very wet. Two possibility. You can't say wetty. No. Oh, it's funny. So rainy, rainy or, or wet. Ah, wetty. It's funny. Wetty sounds. I, I good. will never say wetty. Okay. All
1: right. Well, there we go. I think uh, th- this is a good point to to finish. Uh, now that we've learned something, just finally at the end. Uh, brilliant. Okay. That's it for the episode. <laughs> I could, Yasin, I can never ever finish an episode. I don't know how to start. I don't know how to finish.
0: <laughs> I just can't stop talking. So uh, for I, that feel, I feel, I feel, uh, bad because uh, I, I said the thing about the witty things, and I make it. I, you were about to finish I was this so episode, close and then to I come up to you and I (laughs) (laughs) said, and I say wetty that's my mistake I will say wet now I learned something you can say messy but you can't say wetty and
1: on that note it's goodbye bye bye bye
0: thanks for listening to
1: Luke's English podcast for more information you can visit teacherluke.wordpress.com